What's going on everyone? This is Ty Hillam and you're listening to Authorship Secrets Radio. So here's the real mystery. Why is it that authors are the only professionals who have to work a normal job just to make ends meet? They can dedicate years of their life to produce a work of art that no one ever reads. What if there was a way to earn a real income selling your book and get it into the hands of your ideal reader? What if there was a way for authors to ditch their job and make authorship their full-time profession? That's the glaring question, and this podcast will take you on a journey to this answer. My name is Ty Hillam, and welcome to Authorship Secrets Radio. Today's episode is the very first in a new segment called G'day Ty. This is where you, my faithful listeners, get the chance to not only ask your book marketing questions, but you get to do it on the show. If you'd like to submit your own book marketing question, simply go to authorshipsecrets.com and look for the section on that page called G'day Thai. You'll then be able to record your question via audio and submit it for review. You'll get to record your question as many times as you'd like until you're finally happy with it. And once received, I'll find the best questions and feature them on this very podcast. So our very first contributor to the G'day Thai segment is a listener named Joy Johnson. And for context, Joy is the author of a fantasy series of 49 novellas that she's started releasing this year and drums up a lot of her promotion for those novellas through live hosted events. So I'll just quickly play the question for you. G'day, Ty. My name is Joy, and here's my question. Most of my book sales come from those who buy them directly from me, including a retail shop that just closed that used to order several dozen at a time. While I love the increase in percentage earned, I've ended up with no reviews on Amazon since the books weren't purchased there. And Amazon, at least in my experience, often deletes reviews, perhaps especially from those who did not buy the product from them. Anyway, my question is, how do you get reviews on Amazon when selling from your own site. Thanks so much. Looking forward to hearing the answer, as always. Thanks so much for your question, Joy. It's a really great question, and I know reviews are a topic that most authors struggle with, regardless of whether they're selling their books via Amazon or not. So first of all, I want to unpack your question a little, as there's a few different parts to this. First of all, I'd like to discuss the topic of getting reviews as this applies to all authors, regardless of whether their books are for sale on Amazon or or elsewhere. So the number one thing to keep in mind when you want someone to do anything is that you've got to ask. And no kidding, it's, it's that simple. You've got to ask. You've got to give your listeners or your audience a call to action or CTA in marketing lingo. You know, if reviews are what you care about, then you've got to have a call to action that tells your readers to leave a review. Now, in order to give them a call to action, you've got to have some way of communicating with them. And ideally, you've got a call to action in your book that does just that. There should be, in my opinion, an entire page in your book dedicated just to asking for a review. And it it should be really big, it should be obvious, and it should make it easy for them to leave a review. So for example, you know, you'd want to include a nice sized QR code that links directly to where you want them to leave a review. Now, if your books are already printed, 
then I'd recommend you print out some type of card that you can slip into the book that achieves that call to action. Um, now, if you're also thinking about offering some kind of bonus uh, to incentivize your readers to leave a review, then I just want you to think again about that. Uh, if you're asking them to leave the review on Amazon, then you risk getting your account banned if you get caught incentivizing reviews. I'll explain that in more detail a bit later, but for now, just remember that if you're asking for reviews on Amazon, that you must not include or provide incentives for those reviews. Um, you can you can incentivize reviews if you're requesting them to leave those reviews elsewhere. So if they're submitting them directly to you or via Facebook or some other location, um, if it's a book selling platform though, like a third party marketplace like Amazon, then what I recommend is you check their terms of service about incentivizing reviews. So it could be you know Apple Books or Barnes and Noble or anything like that. Check their ter terms of service to make sure that incentivizing reviews isn't against those terms of service. But if it's if you're asking for the reviews elsewhere, somewhere that you're not selling your book from, um, so like Facebook or some sort of third-party review site or something like that, or if you're including your reviews on your own website then there's no reason why you can't incentivize the reviews on those locations. Now, in addition to requesting reviews in your book, you must, I repeat, you must include some form of lead magnet within your book. You know, this could be a bonus chapter in exchange for an email address. And just remember, that's not the same thing as offering an incentive for a review. This is completely separate and that's fine at least for now when we're talking about Amazon. Uh, with the bonus, the main thing is that it's got to be attractive enough to encourage a reader to give you their email address in exchange. So it's not quite as important um, for those that are taking their book sales through their own website because if you're doing that, then you're already capturing your reader's contact details during that checkout process. But if you're selling your book, via a bookstore or online via Amazon, Kindle, or any of those third-party marketplaces, you absolutely must find a way to convert your readers into subscribers. And I've, if you've been around me long enough, you'll, you've heard this before and you will also hear me say this again, but the most valuable asset to an author isn't actually your books. It's your readers, your audience. And it's the same in business. You know, the most valuable asset to a business is its customer list, as in their contact details. I'll, I'll talk about that concept in more detail another time, but your customer contact list is the greatest asset you've got. Because if you've got that, you can continue to develop a relationship with your audience and warm them up to the next book in your series. Uh, you know, you can prepare them, you can bring them on the journey with you, they'll get invested into it and they'll want to be part of it, they'll want to purchase it. Uh, so it's really important that you've got a way to communicate with them that isn't reliant on some sort of third-party platform, whether that be Amazon or Facebook or Messenger or anything like that. They're great tools, but if you own the details of your contacts, as in you've, you're able to communicate with them whenever you want, and you're not at um, the mercy of a platform like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anyone like that, then 
you can communicate with them anytime because if your account gets banned on Amazon or any social media platform, how are you going to communicate with all those people that are your readers and your audience, the people that you've spent so much time um, congregating in one location? So no one can ever take your list away from you. So you really need to focus on growing it and then capturing the contact details of your readers, meaning people who have already paid to purchase your books. So at this point, let's assume you've got a lead magnet in your book and it's encouraging many of your readers to then sign up to your list. Once they're on your list, you can then ask them to leave a review. That would be the call to action in some of your emails. And a percentage of them will do that. Now there's a heap of variables that will greatly affect what percentage will leave a review. But I have recently read an article that said you should expect anywhere from 2 to 20% conversion rate, meaning for every 100 emails you send asking for a review, you'll receive between 2 and 20 reviews. And that lines up fairly accurately with what my clients have experienced. But ultimately, that means that you need to turn at least 50 of your readers into subscribers in order to guarantee at least one review via your emails that you're sending out. So in many ways, it's really a numbers game. Now on that one, I'm a really big fan of layering. And what that means is not relying on just one method or means for achieving something. So instead of just relying on the page that you've got in your book, asking for a review, you also send an email and a text message and ask via social media and so on. When you layer your contact methods, you don't just receive a linear increase. It's often exponential. And what, so what do I mean by exponential? Well, let's just say that in isolation, the request for a review inside of your book gets a 2% conversion rate. So for every 100 people that buy and then read your book, maybe two of those people leave a review. And perhaps also your email requests get a 2% conversion rate. Normally, you'd say that 2% plus 2% equals 4%. That would be a linear increase. An exponential increase, on the other hand, would be 2 plus 2% equals 6% or 8% or perhaps more. And if you added in the text message requests and asking them via social media and whatever, whatever other methods you can think of, then that exponential increase would be far greater, you know, probably well over 20%. You know, I've got some clients who we've applied this layering approach to that average more than 30% conversion rates for reviews. So for every 100 readers, they've got 30 leave review. So hopefully, you can see the power of layering your call to action. Now, whether or not that's for reviews or something else, that's up to you, but layering is extremely powerful. Is it a bit more effort? Of course. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Uh, in the terms of reviews, those extra reviews can help you get more organic views of your books 
which then in itself leads to increased sales. So the cycle self-perpetuates, it becomes a feedback loop. Now keep in mind, this process works for wherever you sell your book from and wherever you want your readers to leave their reviews. All right, I think we've effectively answered the first part of your question, how to get more reviews. The second part of your question, or at least the, the setup to the question was about making sure the reviews that are left on Amazon from readers that purchased your book from elsewhere aren't removed. Good day everyone, I hope you've enjoyed the first part of this two-part series of the new segment G'day Thai. If you're looking to ask your own questions, then please head on over to authorshipsecrets.com where you'll be able to leave your own question and in the coming weeks I should be able to get through it and then answer it and feature it live in the podcast just as I have today. Anyway, I hope you'll join me in next week's episode, which will be the conclusion to Joy's question about Amazon reviews. And in the next episode, we'll answer why Amazon removes your reviews. So it's something that I think you'll definitely want to listen to, and I can't wait to show you. See you next time. Hey, if you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and to leave feedback. You know, I read all the comments and I really take on board all the feedback. So I'd love to see what you have to say and how you're enjoying the show and anything you'd like me to cover. So thanks in advance.